Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 11-9-2018. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. Side note, I may be a little tipsy and super tired. Chicka, 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 chow. First is from IGN and written by Nick Santangelo. Strategy guide publisher Prima Games shutting down. This is sad. Listen, real talk. I have bought a ton of strategy guides from Prima Games especially when I was younger. I remember buying my first strategy guide for them. The first two strategy guides I ever bought from Prima Games, I actually didn't even have a PlayStation or a PlayStation 2, and they were both for games that I really always wanted to play. The first one was Star Ocean, the second story. Second one was for Final Fantasy VII. For the next three to four years, I would read over these strategy guides over and over and over and over again until I knew these strategy guides, you know, backwards, inside out all that jazz. So it's a sad day. Longtime strategy guide maker Prima Games is shutting down next year, according to new reports. Variety reports that spokesperson for publisher DK said, I can confirm that the decision has been made to no longer commission new Prima Games strategy guides and the US-based imprint will be discontinued in spring 2019. We are in conversations with the Prima Games team and cannot comment on this further at this point. Prima's three U.S. offices reportedly will be shut down one at a time, starting with its Roseville, California location by the middle of this month, according to EGM. The Indianapolis location will close its doors on March 2019, while it's unknown when the New York City office will be closed. As of publication time, customers can still pre-order guides for upcoming games. A Prima representative told GamesIndustry.biz that the company will not commission any new strategy guides and will discontinue all imprinting in spring 2019. It's unknown how many employees will be put out of work when each office shuts down. We are in conversations with the Prima Games team and cannot comment on this further at this point, a Prima representative told GamesIndustry.biz. Prima Games was founded in 1990, becoming the first company to print guides for Nintendo Entertainment System games. In 2015, it merged with its biggest competitor, Brady Games, after Prima parent company Penguin Group bought Brady Games' parent company, Random House. It's a sad day for... Just video games in general. Prima Games did its job to help usher in new generations of gamers in a way that helped them play games. So um, I hope that everybody at Prima Games bounces back from this and they're able to land on their feet. Next is from IGN and written by Shabana Arif. Fortnite's concurrent player count breaks 8 million. Fortnite's concurrent player count has hit a staggering peak of 8.3 million. Following the rollout of Fortnite's Korea-only challenges this week, that as players visiting internet cafes, Epic Games Korea's Sung Chul Park revealed the number in an interview with Inven via VG247. It's an astonishing achievement, particularly when you remember that back in February, the game hit an all-time high of 3.4 million concurrent players. At that time, it caused some serious server problems for Epic. It seems that the developers invested in some backup tech since then. Bear in mind that this time last year, Fortnite had managed to amass over 7 million players in total, never mind playing at the same time. As the game's popularity has grown, it's seen mashups with the various cornerstones of pop culture, with an Avengers Infinity War crossover, and more recently, an NFL tie-in. Players can grab themselves a football-themed skin and customize it, choosing from all 33 teams and an additional Fortnite team. So, Fortnite's smart. They, they go to these certain areas... They attract people to this game via pop culture, via what's popular in these other countries. They're not stupid. Their marketing team deserves a raise. They're very, very good at what they do. 
Last is from IGN and written by the wonderful Jonathan Dornbush. I almost said Donathan. (laughs) What Spider-Man PS4's Turf Wars trophies? Tell us about the second DLC. An in-game image for Marvel Spider-Man revealed with when the PS4's exclusive second DLC Turf Wars will debut. And alongside the data reveal, the second DLC's trophies debuted, uh, offering a better idea of what the DLC entails. Here are the trophies, including the hidden trophies that are part of Marvel Spider-Man's second DLC. The City is My Family, that's a gold trophy. Turning the, turning the Screw is a silver trophy. Pulling the Trigger is a bronze. Crossing the Thin Blue Line is a lockup mission. It doesn't say what it is. Still Skull, Glass Jaws, Bronze. Prohibition is a bronze. And the Gang War is a bronze. The first thing to note with this trophy list is its clear similar structure in the DLC trophies for Spider-Man's first DLC, the Heist. Four hidden trophy screwball challenges, a 100% gold trophy, and a crime completion bronze trophy. <clears throat> Give that info. <coughs> We're likely in for a DLC offering similarly structured to the heist. Meant more to forward along the intriguing story established in the first chapter of The City That Never Sleeps, the overwatching title for this Spider-Man DLC story-wise, that's definitely not a bad thing. As a reviewer of the heist, oh, the God, that's Jonathan Dornbush's part. He said that uh, the character narr- narrative was awesome. That said, it doesn't look like we should expect any major overhaul from one DLC to the next. Screwball challenges are back, so expected to take plenty more mid-battle selfies, while the hammerhead fronts appear to take place of the collectible stolen art pieces in the heist. Given the title Prohibition, you may want to start checking around bars currently scattered around Spider-Man's New York City. It will be curious to see if these are combat or stealth-focused challenges. My hope is the latter, and how they'll, definitive, how they'll differentiate them from the prison compounds. Sable HQ's and Demon Warehouses of the base game. Story-wise, the pulling the trigger trophy mission is called Blindsided, which could tie into the cliffhanger moments of the heist finale or possible in, possibly indicate Spider-Man is in for more unexpected pain to come. The lockup mission and its thin blue line trophy name indicate law enforcement will certainly get tied up in Hammerhead's activity, though it could also mean Spider-Man accidentally finds himself on the wrong side of the law. The Bring the Hammer Down mission feels quite obvious in its implication, a boss fight with Hammerhead. Though, if that hunch is correct, it will be interesting to see how the third piece of DLC continues the story of Turf turf Wars, brings such a conclusion to one main thing. Holy shit, I had the hardest time getting to that. I'm yawning like, wow, I haven't slept for like 24 plus hours. Yeah, that's the end of that story. Last, I want to shout out Irrational Passions who are doing their extra live stream this Saturday, November 10th, starting 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Please go to their stream. Go to their irrationalpassions.com slash extra life. That's where you can find them. Also find them at twitch.tv slash irrationalpassions. Please support them. This is for a really awesome cause. They are awesome people doing an awesome thing. So once again, you can support them at irrationalpassions.com slash extra life or watch their stream at twitch.tv slash irrationalpassions. And that is the news for today. It was a clusterfuck to say the least. I'm so sorry. I'm so tired. Work plus other jobs. Two jobs are kind of killing it for me today. Um, Don't worry though. I I fucking love doing this. Next up, thanks for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at Dad's Beards Nerds, Instagram at Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast, and 
Check out our Twitter bio to find our link to our Discord. We're growing an ever-larger Discord community. We'd love you to join. I'm Anthony. Until next time, I look forward to making more content for you.